The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. One of my favorite <clears throat> scenes in the gospel is this scene, I think just based on the, uh, the promptness of the response from the part of Andrew and Peter to the call of the Lord as soon as he calls them. This is not the first encounter that they've had with him. We know Andrew was one of the disciples of St. John the Baptist. He heard St. John the Baptist preach and point out Christ, and then we know that he went and then got Peter and brought Peter to Jesus. So they've encountered Jesus before, but as some of the commentators say, is that there's different levels of calls of the disciples in terms of intimacy with Christ. So the first time that he meets them is what is called the call of acquaintance. It's just simply uh, coming to know Christ, being introduced to him in a, in, a, in a first and initial way. The second call is this call, which is the call to discipleship, and later they will be called when he draws them to himself to be apostles, to apostleship. So there is this call to acquaintance, this is the call, what is, uh, what is often termed the call to the discipleship that they are called into now, and later it will be for the apostleship. And so this call to discipleship is uh, quite interesting in terms of all the details that happen here. It says, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, and in the Greek it says that these two, they caught his eye, they caught his attention. And so the words in the Greek there, it doesn't just mean like a passing sight, it is almost as if he has come looking for them, and we know that he has. He's come looking in particular. This is the point and the purpose of his walking by the Sea of Galilee, that he can come and collect uh, these four apostles that he's going to call uh, in quick succession, one after the other. And so he walks by the Sea of Galilee. He saw two brothers. And so, as we've said before, um, just as what we see in the beginning after the fall in terms of original sin, we see this conflict that begins between brothers with regards to uh, the first two brothers, we know when Cain kills Abel, you have this conflict or this uh, consequence of sin whereby death and sin have now entered into the generations. And so what we see is that the Lord, when He begins to recall His people to Himself, He does as well through Moses and Aaron, two brothers. He begins to work with regards to salvation to His people. And so what the church fathers point out is that as he is now beginning his work of salvation, he calls two sets of two brothers to come to him in terms of to be his disciples. And so it is this working through the restoration of brotherly relationships or familial relationships uh, in terms of the fact that that is exactly what he is going to do as he then restores familial relationship uh, with the Father and with one another. So that harmony and peace is brought back together as we all become then brothers and sisters in Christ. And so he walks by the sea, he sees these two brothers, 
he, uh, uh, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, and they are casting a net into the sea. And he is about to call them to become fishers of men. And I, I love meditating on what the Lord is doing here because as he is calling them to be fishers of men, he is quite literally fishing for them, as we've said before. He is fishing for them. And so as they drop their nets into the depths of the sea, the Lord drops his words into the depths of their heart. And so what happens is, is that the Lord is fishing for them as they are fishing for fish. And what happens is, is that we can see he is more successful than they are. They drop their nets into the sea and end up leaving their nets because they are caught by Christ in a very real sense. And so they do not draw any fish out of the sea. He draws them out of the sea. He takes them out of the sea onto dry land and he draws them to himself by his words which become the net by which they will catch other souls. So what these disciples will do is they will come and learn from Christ this art of fishing for souls. And they will do that because they will end up proclaiming his word. And as they proclaim his words, they then cast out what are the nets of salvation, which will draw other souls to Christ in the same way that they were first initially drawn to the Lord out of the sea, out from their work. And so while they were laboring according to their ordinary everyday activity, the Lord calls them from this ordinary activity to extraordinary activity. He calls them from what is natural work to what is going to be supernatural work, work for the kingdom. And so he does that uh, in calling them, but also in giving the example of what he is actually doing. They learn first from experience. So as they are caught by Christ, drawn to him by means of his word, they will then also learn what is this beautiful art of salvation of souls, working for the salvation of souls. And immediately they left their nets and they followed him. But the instruction and the words that Christ gives, and this is also what one of the commentators was pointing out, is also true for all of us, right? The words are particular to them. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And this is also the beautiful mystery of the scriptures, which is that the words of God in scripture, they are addressed to all of God's people in general, but also to each of us in particular. His words, when they, we read them in the scripture, are addressed to us. They are addressed to us and he speaks to us and he calls us also to this same intimacy of life with him. And so what it means in the Greek, this follow me, it means come and be behind me. Come and be behind me. And so what, again, one of the commentators was pointing out is that the first thing that Jesus invites them to is simply his presence, his presence. That's where everything begins, just to be close to him. And so that words, those words in the Greek, they mean, yes, imitation in terms of a consequence, but first and foremost, they mean just to linger in the presence of, to always be present to wherever he is present. And that's what they're going to do. Wherever the presence of Jesus is, that's where his disciples are going to be. Wherever the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus is, that's where his disciples are going to be. Everything will begin in the presence of Christ. And that's where salvation begins, but that's also where it culminates. And so also for us, in terms of our daily life, salvation begins here at the feet of Jesus where he is present. The first invitation that he makes to all of us in terms of discipleship is, come and be with me. Come and be with me. Follow me. Be present to me where I am present and learn from me. And this is what the Lord says to all of us and invites all of us into. 
come and be present where I am present, and then allow that radiant and beautiful presence of Christ to inform us, to instruct us, to enlighten us, as it did with these first disciples. They loved the presence of Christ. And so because of that love of his presence, they left everything else that was not him, and they followed him wherever he went. He was what they longed for and what they desired. And we pray for that same grace as we, get, we bear witness to the testimony of Andrew and Simon and John and James, who left everything for this beautiful presence of Jesus. We also pray for that same grace to be very attentive to the presence of Christ in our midst and also to place him first and foremost and also to seek time in his presence so that we might be formed as disciples for the kingdom of heaven. Amen.